What up, everyone? Welcome back to the Gray Zone. I'm your host, Ryan Anderson, once again joined by my main man, Mr. Cal Ibsen. It's good to see everybody again. Welcome back. Thanks for checking in once again. So, today's episode, we decided to do a follow up of one of our early episodes, which was Marvel versus. Because, let's be real, there's so many different Marvel matchups. That we could make a thousand of these episodes, Kyle. I know, and honestly, though, we had probably some of the most positive feedback, specifically about Marvel versus Marvel. Yes. Compared, you know, compared to a lot of our other stuff, although we had a lot of amazing feedback from that other stuff, but I'm not going to lie, I'm actually really excited for this one. And I know I say that every single time, no, we say that every single time. We do. But... Man, this this has been this has been an itch I've been trying to scratch since we started. Yes, this has been like months of planning these matchups. We took some of the matchups that you suggested as well after the first one, so you're gonna hear us debate that. I mean, and there's gonna be some where you're like, "Wow, I never even think about these two actually going against each other before." Like, "Wow, this is really dope." And there's, and there's even be characters that, and this one, which I'm happy about that, we're also not like referring like main mainly just like MCU kind of stuff, you know. We're gonna. I think this time we're gonna be diving a little bit more into the comics. Yes, uh, I'll be. It'll, to be fair, I think it'll be are, both yeah, ways. It'll, it'll, it'll be, be both because some, some, like I said, some comics are true to. Oh, sorry, I said some of the Marvel movies are true to the comic forms, but then some people have so much ability that they're not even showing in the MCU. Yeah. So, I mean, let's start off with the first one. Like, what, what should we go with first? You know, what, let's just let's just start with the first one that we that we got up ready. So, yes. Scarlet Witch versus Jean, Jean Grey. This is one of the ones that was set then. Now, oh, now I gotta days. ask you, like right away though, are we talking Jean Grey or Dark Jean, Jean Grey? We're talking Jean Grey. Okay, so we're not Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I'm saying Scarlet Witch right off the bat. Why? Um, because Jean Grey, like she does eventually start to get pretty decent control of her abilities and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the Phoenix, Phoenix, you know, really fights her. So if we're not talking the Phoenix's power, then. I would say that I'm going to go with Scarlet Witch just because she can get more into her mind, like, even easier. However, though, I feel like that that could be a pretty big backfire. Because if she is fighting Jean Grey, like, I feel like Scarlet Witch is more powerful when it's just Jean Grey versus Scarlet Witch uh, in a battle. But I think she can win by getting into Jean Grey's mind. But the thing is, if she gets into Jean Grey's mind, she could accidentally unlock the Dark Phoenix. And next thing you know, because if it's Dark Phoenix, I uh, Scarlet Witch is uh, bye. I would actually will go if you ask me. Like, okay, who's more powerful? I'm gonna go with Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. I just feel like she's so raw, in a sense where her and Jean Grey have similar powers. Like they both very, let their emotions very, get to them. Let the emotions get to them even more so when Jean Grey is the you has the Phoenix Force. Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna side with Jean Grey. She's a little bit older. She's a little bit wiser. And she has more experience. I'll give you experience. That fair, yeah. Now, it, like we talk about who's in their corner. In Jean Grey's corner, you have you'll probably have Charles Xavier. Scarlet Witch's corner, you have Magneto, which is another interesting thing because you got these two giants in the mutant world. In each like really in each respective corners, but I'm just gonna roll with Jean Grey. Like I said, the, the experience mm. factor. I feel like she Dark Phoenix loses. She can lose control, go off the rails with the Phoenix Force. But I feel like emotional wise, Scarlet Wish is more prone to do it. And let me at least stop right there and just say to the listeners that we are not basing this off of 
the Dark Phoenix movie or anything like that. We because they screwed up Dark Phoenix. Twice. Twice. And also when it came... Oh, yeah, because of X-Men 3, mm-hmm. uh, which is bad. But even the other ones, like, say, X-Men 2, when Jean Grey is in the ship and she's having a hard time getting that missile to, like, stop and hit the ship... No, at, at that experience with that age of her, she's able to do that with pretty good control. Like, she's not as good control as, say, when it comes to her abilities as uh, Charles Xavier. Obviously yeah. not. She's not there yet. She's not there yet, but, like, she can stop a missile from coming. She can make a barrier and stuff like that. Um, she, you know, the, you know, depending on how powerful the opposing force is, depends on how long she can keep it up and everything. But she can do that. But the Dark Phoenix is just like... Unlocking, here's, like, unlocking But everything. here's the thing, because we see what happens with the Phoenix Force, but Scarlet Witch has something similar in the House of M storyline, where she just fucking goes off the rails, and she just becomes... And you're probably confusing, like we said, because we were all talking about the comics. She's not a mutant. Well, she is a mutant. Maybe not in the movies, because we see her in the MCU side of things. But she's a mutant. No, she's a mutant. She's a mutant. Her, her and Quicksilver yeah, are both mutants. Yeah. mutants. And she goes off the rails crazy with power in the House of M storyline. That, to me, like just reading it, almost rivals the Dark Phoenix saga. Well, keep in mind, one thing to keep in mind, too, is uh, actually, like, outside of the comics, the one thing that actually they did do right in Endgame... Um, relating to her uh, her power when it comes to Scarlet Witch is, a lot of people don't realize, she almost killed Thanos. Yeah. Thanos, Thanos, like, you know, when she was fighting Thanos, she almost killed him until he uh, made his own forces she, rain fire yeah. on his own forces. Exactly. Like, that's just, and that's right. That's he that. had to hurt his own men just for him to survive. And that's the rage of her powers and in the films she's she's about we to have, rip it we pieces. haven't even seen the tapping let's say she she pretty much ripped the uh the soul stone out of vision's head okay no she she, she, she was able yeah. to she's powerful enough that her powers alone can, can destroy, destroy an infinity, infinity stone, stone. Yeah. yeah and then we see that and spoiler i think she fucks up the multiverse but we'll see in one division but she is a very powerful mutant and i do still think that the movies did make her very underrated same with quicksilver i think the movies made quicksilver underrated too uh but that's not really what this this battle is about is quicksilver but i just want to at least put that out there since we're on that subject yes okay so but over overall i do still will stay with scarlet witch because of pure power um, I do agree with you though, because of just knowledge and experience that Jean Grey can do that, which is, gonna, a pick which is gonna be another topic though that I'm gonna talk about. You know what? We're just gonna jump into it. I'm excited about this one. Miles Morales versus Peter Parker. I told you that <laughs> there's gonna be a running theme, and I think I might steal your idea on why I'm going with Peter Parker. Experience, oh. man. Like, okay. sure, Peter Parker, I mean, Miles Morales can turn himself invisible. Sure, he has some. I mean, besides, I never told you who I sided with. By okay, the way. true. All right, but guess what? <laughs> he, he did it. But they have similar powers, I guess, from the spider quote unquote abilities. You know, web shooters, crawling on walls, all that stuff. Yeah. The invisibility is, you know, pretty cool. That's something that Peter Parker does, is not able to do. So yeah, because he has he has like okay, so Miles has like all the same powers pretty much, but he has the elect- electricity part. True. Which is re- really badass, honestly. And then he could also turn invisible. Exactly. So, um, as far as tactics go... And now, keep in mind, too, they're both really smart. However, though, I'm, I'm actually going to agree with you. I do actually side with Peter Parker on this one. And why? 
And for one, yes, experience is one. Um, also, uh, one thing that the movies didn't really put into play is that Peter Parker does have genius level intellect close to Tony Stark and people of that. Now, here's the thing. Miles Morales is smart. He's way smarter than any average freaking kid and stuff like that. You know, even in uh, Spider-Verse, they even showed that, like, you know, like, hey, the only way you can get zero on a true and false quiz is if you actually know the answers. So, nice try. But he's above the 4.0. He, he understands science. He understands all that stuff and everything. But there's that. Now, here's the other thing. So, in, in, the, in the comics uh, versus each other, now, I think that Miles Morales has more street cred, more street knowledge, well, he's cool. stuff like that. He's cooler than Peter than Peter Parker. No, I mean, no, my okay, God, well, no, his suit far. is cooler. I mean, well, not, well, Peter Parker has different kind of suits, but their main suits, like, it's cooler. He's hip. Um, but the other thing is though is also, um, and you know, obviously, guys, you could say, you know, well, in the comics, this did happen. Yeah, in the comics, Peter did out uh, outsmart and fool Miles Morales and stuff like that, but. I w- the other thing is, um, also when it comes to strength and spidey senses, Peter is a little bit better when it comes to that stuff. So Miles Morales has more powers as, as far as the spider stuff goes, which is honestly pretty freaking badass. But Miles Morales' uh, peak strength ability is him able to lift and move a car. Peter Parker's peak strength, the dude can rip down a building. Yeah. Like, a car, a, you crash car in a building, the building doesn't get ripped down. Peter Parker will be able to rip down a building. He's much more. Uh, he's definitely more stronger, and he's much more smarter. And his experience, I think, definitely wins. Now, if you take the experience away, I think it would be a much more like head-on fight. Yeah. Um, but I'm. But you know, uh, I still would have to go with Peter Parker because his spider senses are still a little bit more better than Miles Morales's. So even if Miles Morales say goes invisible. I think Peter Parker will be able to now, see that coming. Now, yeah, keep in mind, we're going with comics version of this. So we're talking about 24, 25, well, mid-20, late-20s Peter Parker right now. A full-time job and all that other shit. We're not yeah. talking about Tom Holland Spider-Man, because at that point, you're comparing Teenage Spider-Man versus Teenage Spider-Man. And at that point, yeah, that's actually a nice matchup. But if we're comparing Peter Parker as they, we they, know they, it, they still as we know him. Yeah, like, if you talk about... In fact, they're probably Teenage spider Teenage Peter Parker and Teenage Miles Morales, who is currently is a teenager, they probably only fight each other. They'd be like, cool, we have the same abilities. High five. And not to say, like, you know, they won't fight each other either. No, they would straight up just nerd out with each other, yeah, honestly. But, the, like I said, they, to me, the experience factor... That's like if you, that's like if you, you and I both got spider powers. We'd yeah, just be like, be like, fuck, yeah, we can both do this shit? All right, like, fuck yeah. Like, we'd go. fight each other just for the fun of it. Like, exactly. okay, who, who's better at this? All like, right. Psh, psh, web shooters. Oh, that's another thing. Develop web shooters. I mean, like I said, it's just the experience... Uh, factor like most likely Peter Parker probably does have a stronger web shooters as far as like stronger web abilities as well. It's yeah. just years as, as far of as the comics because yeah. in the movie you know you just see that Miles Morales got Peter's technology kind of a thing. Now yeah. Miles Morales figures out his own way to develop it and he needs to make webs that can withstand an electrical current from him. Mm-hmm. So he's smart. Yeah, going back to that, he's still smart. But you know Peter Parker though. Already makes webs. Actually, that's one thing they did get right in, in the Amazing Spider-Man too. He makes webs that can, and um, web shooters that can withstand electricity when he's going up against Electro. Electro, yeah. Dude, wait. What if in the movie though? Okay, what if they go into the live-action movie? Hey man, we're not, Electro... we gotta save that for no, another episode. No, 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 no. I just no. I have to say this. But what, if, <laughs> what if they go into like Electro comes back? You know, Jamie Foxx in that movie. And what if they do do the whole entire like Spider-Verse thing and. They do introduce Miles Morales, but Miles Morales can't use electricity because it keeps screwing up his things. But Andrew Garfield's like, yo, dude, I fought him. I did this to make it so it doesn't get fried. 
So Miles Morales actually can now use his powers a lot better and stuff. Okay, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll go on a tangent. I'm, I'm not getting into this. So we just been I'm really go- excited I'm go- about I'm going, Spider-Man. I'm going with Peter Parker. I'm, I like superhero stuff. I, like I'm, well. I'm also going to go with Peter Parker. Not by much, but like I said, the experience like, factor. Yeah, but if I, if I had to choose the powers, of, if I wanted Spider powers, I would choose Miles Morales as realistic. Well, I just rather be Miles Morales, so you know what I mean, like Badass. swagged out. You know, he got he got those Jordan ones on. The dude gets the girl stuff. right away, pretty much. Yeah, like, exactly. Peter Parker. I mean, but I mean, Peter got yeah. Peter Peter to get he got in Gwen the end. Stacey. You know? He got he got going Stacy and MJ. Well, MJ's kind of average. She's yeah, big mid. That is true, but you know what? She's loyal. Yeah. Ish. 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 Okay, I just... After I said that, I just... Yeah, you know... Oh, fuck. Gwen was more loyal. Remember in the movies where she got jealous of Spider-Man as she broke up with him for no reason at all? And and then went and hung out with his best friend? Yeah. yeah. And his best friend, like, was just purposely trying to, like, persuade her. Anyways. No, uh, speaking, so. speaking of his best friend, whose father is the Green Goblin, here's, here's one for you. Loki versus the Green Goblin. Loki. I'm saying Loki. Well, why? I yeah. feel like you're literally talking, you know, I'm not going to do the whole like, oh, because it's an Asgardian versus a human and stuff like that and everything. Like, don't, don't, don't forget, everybody, that Green Goblin isn't just some dude in a suit. Just like Spider-Man, he has heightened senses, heightened ability, heightened strength. Like, you know, it's kind of like, it's not like Spider-Man, obviously, versus the Hulk. Or, sorry, not the Hulk. Sorry, Spider-Man versus Thor. It's not like that because... You know, Loki's nowhere as strong as Thor and stuff like that because of just how he is. But I think Loki would be a lot easier to get into Green Goblin's mind and screw with him. And actually could make him hurt himself. And, and you know, and stuff like that. Like Kind of like how he, in the first movie with Tobey Maguire, how Peter was able to like, trick him and he made his own glider pierce him. I feel like that Loki would, you know, either make him hallucinate and all this other stuff or whatever and actually make him screw up. Now, here's the thing, though. Green Goblin is also pretty freaking psychotic inside the brain. So if he gets in his brain, though, it can affect Loki also, and I think, in a different way. That's what I was going to say. Like, how can he really fuck with somebody's mind that's already wrapped and already pretty much taken over, if you think about it? Like... We like, Think we about know, Loki's like, no. still a lot stronger though than a human well, when it comes is, to terms he's, of fighting. Because he's and an he Asgardian, but from a mental well, I mean, aspect, he wasn't, he wasn't born as an Asgardian. Yeah. Well, he's, yeah, but he ha- he has abilities. Well, but frost science, his mother. If a frost, frost science, yeah. If a frost science punches an Asgardian, I mean, then... he, and he is technically a guy. He's the god of mischief, you know. Yeah. So I mean, he can change forms. You see him like I feel like, uh, in I feel like they become best friends. <laughs> I, I I think so because you got two people whose mind is wrapped and. Norman Osborn, his as the Green Goblin, his his that's technically in my opinion is not really even his mind. No, like, no, no, his, his mind. He lost his mind. Okay, but only he 10, lost his mind. Only ten so percent of his mind exists, and that's just his memories. Yeah. So can Loki take over somebody's mind that's already been taken over? Okay, that's so the thing. Okay, so realistic. Especially without okay, the you know okay, the if, stone. With, okay, I was just gonna say that's actually yeah, without the mind. So yeah, the thing is like for Loki to actually. Fully take up someone's mind. He had to use the scepter, which had the stone. And for everybody else, like Loki, does have a scepter a lot of times. Yeah. Not that it has the, an infinity stone in it, but he does have the ability to really manipulate someone and make them do it. Kind of, you know, like like 
uh, like make their loved one appear before their eyes. So, you know, but he'll be the vision of the loved one so he could stab them because you'll never imagine your loved one stabbing you. Yeah. You know, you could do stuff like that. But I am uh, without the stone. No, but I still am going to say Loki overall because just his his abilities, I think, go beyond Green Goblin. And it's just funny because despite all of that, I still haven't really gave my answer, which is oh. Loki. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because right. like, I just had to put... Like, this is why stuff. we're friends. Yeah, I just had to prop up the Green Goblin just a bit, even though I'm like, yeah, Loki will probably win. I still think Green Goblin is extremely underrated overall um, as a character. And we'll definitely talk about him more, I think, in the future. Hopefully, especially with the way Spider-Man is going. I'm okay with Marvel and MCU and everybody, like, making their whole entire Spider-Multiverse thing now. As long as they keep up with that. Because they're doing good. Sony, don't screw it up. Yes, you already screwed it up. Yeah, they, oh, no, they, they screwed it up twice. Three, yeah. t- three times twice. Sony Venom. They, they screwed up Spider-Man 3. They screwed up both Amazing Spider-Man movies, at least in my opinion. But they got into the Spider-Verse, right? So your no, no, animated no. stuff is no, so solid. The an- animated stuff is where it's at. So good job to those guys. Okay, so here's another one. Okay, I'm I'm curious about this one that you brought to our attention. So uh, yeah, Captain Marvel versus Thor. Yes. Um, whew. This one's really tough, but and and this also depends. Okay, well, okay, let's talk comics. All right, we're talking comics. Here. Okay, and now, I think the question was talking, framed. Now, I'm in the talking. Form. And now when I'm talking, by the way, when I'm talking comics, I'm not talking. I'm not talking the Marvel yes, one. Yes, because that's because that's the one where like Captain Marvel isn't like doesn't have really have the powers. It's a little bit more like a it's kind of like a Tony Stark person. With, he's a dude. Yeah, like well a dude, but you know it's a person that has like certain ability stuff. You know you know what's great. Let's like either way. We're so, talking about Carol. So Captain okay, Marvel. but Carol Danvers even has this whole entire arc where she actually doesn't really have like all these special abilities like the MCU did. They and the MCU Yet. really over. But they really yes. overhyped her. She she did, and I, I felt like this question was asked. So, and, I mean, she, and did, she deserved with the it. MCU. But like she's she's really powerful. I feel like um, MCU just wanted to make their own Superman. Nothing, Superman's vulnerable, by the way. If people knew DC, they would know that Superman's not all powerful. Everybody thinks he is. I feel saying. like I feel like Thor would just murk her. Okay, yeah, so here's yeah, the thing. So if we're like, talking almost like 90% of the comic book versions, I am going to go with Thor. Yeah. If we're talking the MCU version that we know, I'm going to go with Carol Danvers. Or I'm going to go with that that Carol Danvers, that Captain Marvel. The one who flies through Thanos' yeah. ship that is known to be indestructible and stuff like that. And just do that. When Thanos punches her in the face and she just doesn't even flinch, like... If we're talking that Captain Marvel, yeah, I'm gonna choose her. Yeah, I mean, like you know, it took an Infinity Stone to get the, the, the her off the dude's back, but but hear me out. We're still talking about the Lord of Thunder. We're still talking about a man who can literally just pierce electricity, lightning just through him. We're talking about no, like no, no with, I get that. With, so overall, superhuman, beyond superhuman strength. We're talking about a guy. That has a multitude of weapons that he can use against her. Because the other thing that I want to say, though, is that in the MCU, they did not... I still, to this day, do not think that they made Thor as powerful as he actually really is. Correct. Like... So they made... They weighed Captain Marvel way more powerful. Mm-hmm. And they made Thor underpowered. Yeah. And I feel like they made, her un, they made him underpowered. So in the, the MCU, 
I say Captain Marvel, and yeah. everything else, it's I'm cool. saying Thor. And I think the reason why they underpowered him was to keep on level with his with his two other dudes, with Iron Man and Captain America, which is funny because then they did the complete opposite with Captain Marvel, and still make her sort of like level. You know, and it's really funny they because because I, Iron Man and Captain America are actually super OP too. Like they got like the they got Iron Man's intelligence correct. With in cockiness and everything like that, they okay like uh, Robert Downey Jr. like was perfect a perfect Iron Man. Yes. So, and Chris Evans was actually a perfect uh, Captain America as far as that. Now even with their because of their abilities and stuff like that, like like even to the fact that where Iron Man discovers a whole entire new element that nobody ever knew about, that is something Iron Man would do. That's how powerful he is. Like his, if if your power was super brain knowledge, like that's like technically then yes he has a superpower and that's it. But, um, like, I would have to say overall, like, between them, like, uh, like if I put anybody, any of those three up against each other, I'm going to still say Thor. Because, first off, the dude's got 1,500 years of war experience. He has a hammer that's indestructible. We're not going to talk about Hela destroying that. And he's, like, got all this other stuff, and he's the god of thunder. And, like, the thing is, to in the comics, everybody, the, the hammer is great. But that's kind of, like, his wand. He's always had the magic. He's always had the power. But the, the, the hammer is his wand to help him control that. Just actually that what's, what Odin kind of said in the movies in the end. He's like, you're the god of hammers? No, you're the god of thunder. It's like, all right. And that's where I was really ha- actually happy at the end of Ragnarok to see him just like, like literally just, just like, punching his way through everything with the, with thunder and lightning. So you actually think, like even the MCU, you think you don't think that can topple Captain Marvel. Not the MCU's version of Captain Marvel. Like, we see her be powerful, but... Sure, Danos punched him. Like, she took a punch from Danos, sure. But once he took that stone out and actually had it in his hand, he was able to get her. Yeah. That's what he had to do. Like, hold a stone to get her. So, it could... She could be got. No, so, no, so I'm saying that uh, like, she alone. is more powerful than Thor in MCU. I'm still not even... I'm not sure about that. Okay, because here's the thing. So, I know it took the stone to, like, get her off. Like, things. Danos had to use a power stone to get her off. Yeah. Danos only had one stone when he went and beat the crap out of Thor and all the other Asgardians. Like, remember, he took them over. He did that. He killed Loki, no problem. Thor did that. Thor's... Abilities, which because it was right after that, maybe he was exhausted. But how close was he from defeating Thanos if he would have just, you know, went for the head? That's with all five stones and his still with Stormbreaker. He was Ill, literally this close. Okay, all right. He would like, right, like that's good. coming I, down, would have got that. him, and he would just went for the head where she did say, You should have went for and more. Keep in mind wounded him so badly that even when Dallas was on his farm, he was still recovering from it. Yeah. Because that's just right. how powerful fucking Stormbreaker is. Okay, but still, okay, so, in comic, outside of MCU, I'm still going to just say Thor. In the MCU, I'm currently going to say Captain Marvel. This might be a cop-up, but I'm super undecided. I don't know who will win. Okay, well, if you, if you I guys just know have if your they, own opinions, then yes. please let us know. Side note, if so. they have babies, they'll be the most powerful little babies running around. Yeah, no, no dude, they're, they're giving babies. They're, they're having birth, like, to co- freaking cosmic beings at that point. That's just yeah. not even a joke. Like, here, here's <laughs> someone that's made of, whose powers are made from an infinity stone versus someone who's just born as a god. Yeah. You put them together. together. What, do you, what do you get? 
you get uh, everything. So, um, okay, so you pick the, you pick the next one. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with one that's sort sort of funny. I will say, and that's Groot versus the Thing. Okay, all right. Like, so, <laughs> kind of out of left field there, but okay, yeah, no, like I like when I thought of that, I was just like, you know, this is just like the curveball to everything. So, um, realistically, I would say Groot. I'll also say Groot. Uh, uh, I was telling you earlier. I actually look up can a root go through a rock, and it can go through certain type of gravel. And I'm not a scientist. I don't know exactly what kind of gravel the thing is made out of. But if a root can go through it, and we see how powerful Groot can be with his roots, I can see him literally just ripping straight through the thing and just. Well, here's the thing. So inside the thing would pretty much have to light Groot on fire for him to fully die, because the root, Groot will regenerate when it comes to even if he has like a, a leaf or a branch left. Now, on top of that, I really, I realistically think that Groot will just keep growing and trying to keep caging the thing. Yes. And eventually, the thing will become too exhausted to fight, and then that is where Groot could win. Like the Groot could sh- can shove branches down his throat and through his nose block his airways and For everything real. if you really want to so okay so i guess that one was a little bit easier i just thought it'd be it? interesting to think about but if someone says like we're if, if anybody's who's lit who is listening like thinks that we're missing something huge on the thing because i mean the thing is super powerful he's pretty much indestructible he's bulletproof all of that kind of stuff you know it's kind of average if you ask me he's he, just a fucking giant he's just he's just that one Ooh, last piece of the uh yeah like yeah i know exactly and so that, that one I thought was interesting, but okay, so we'll do, um, you know, let's do this, and I know that they did do this also in the comics, but what about Hulk versus Hercules? And when I say Hercules, everybody, I'm talking Marvel's Hercules, not, Hercules. Dis- not, dis- not Disney's uh, version of uh, Hercules. Oh, not the classic cartoon? No, I'm, I'm sorry. He's not going to Hades? Damn no. It. Zeus isn't his dad? Zeus isn't his dad. But, We're not gonna hear freaking uh, James Woods talk as Hades or Hades and. We're not gonna get those great songs so. with Pegasus. Oh, I love those oh, songs. It. It's a great movie. Nostalgia. You guys don't think so? Don't listen to the podcast anymore. Hercules Anyways. will fucking win. Cause here's why. Even though we're not talking about the cartoon and the Greek mythology one, they still have the, literally the exact same powers, even in the comics. To, so to, yeah, 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 I mean, to to say, yeah. So, yeah. so 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 explain, so explain. I'll, I'll I, shut up for a second. You I'm, go. I'm still getting my superhuman godlike strength versus the Hulk. Soup. Wait. All right, I had to do this. Which Hulk are we talking about here? Are we Not talking about MCU? No, but are we still even? Are we talking about Professor Hulk? Are we talking? About, are we just talking about big Green ass? Hulk. So dumb, no, Green Hulk. dumb Hulk, Smash Hulk, five year old intelligence Hulk. Oh, Hercules will whip him. You really think I, that? I, I, I think so. Ooh, Hulk Smash. Ooh. Okay, cool. Hercules can fucking fight. You know what I, I mean? I think I think it's I think it's very uh, I think it's a very good fight. I think. If Hercules is a like I okay so if an early fight early match Hercules is smart he can outsmart him okay. he could like kill him like with like whipped in his game he could probably make Hulk fall off a cliff somehow if he just trick him trick him okay enough. but it has the strength to do it but here's and just the thing so Hulk has the strength to live lift Mount Rushmore Hercules has the strength to pull the island of Manhattan which is like something it's something crazy like nine hundred ninety nine million pounds or something like that but bottom line is. 
unless Hercules is able to take Hulk out early enough in the fight, mm-hmm. I think Hulk will win in late game fight. Because the angrier Hulk gets, the stronger he gets. Even the comic book version. Now, here's the thing. So, Hercules in the comics did defeat Hulk. But if Hulk actually does still get angrier enough, I think his strength will be really good. Now, now I'm just talking for one fight. I'm not saying, like, he'll kill him. Because if there's one molecule left of Hercules, Hercules will survive. Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah, sure, the angrier he gets, the more powerful or whatever. But the angrier he gets, the more sloppy he also gets as well. As we've seen in other iteration of comics where people like Wolverine or even Iron Man and his Hulkbuster is able to just frustrate him enough well, Iron to Man the ju- fact Iron Man that just tried to make stuff. stuff to knock him out quick enough before he got strong enough because he knew how he gets when he's strong And enough. I feel like Hercules will do the same thing, though. Like you said, like, instantly, I feel like... Yeah, but if Hercules doesn't know what he's up against, like, say that Hulk's already been fighting and then Hercules shows up on the planet and... Hulk's already pretty pissed off, and Hercules is like, will you stop it? I'm trying to save everything. Hulk's going to be like, I'm pissed off. I don't know you. Hulk smash. Like, you know, five-year-old mentality. That's why I'm choosing this Hulk in particular. And because Professor Hulk would fucking reason with him, honestly. Well, yeah, Professor like, Hulk. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and and yeah. then there's Grey Hulk as well, which is just like evil Hulk, pretty much. But uh, Green Hulk is five-year-old Hulk. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a pissed-off five-year-old. I'm just smashing just, shit. Just like smashing shit until I get what I want. So. I got Hercules, But though. I think... I think that that and one in particular, I still think in late game, Hulk can at least win that fight. Not that he would... I don't think Hulk has the capability to permanently kill and defeat Hercules. No, I am not saying that. I will agree that I think Hercules can actually end up killing Hulk. But no, actually, no. I take that back. No, I do take that back because in order to kill Hulk, I feel like that you need to have a multi-ton mega nuclear gamma radiation bomb under Hulk in order for that to kill him. The comics have been showing that the only thing that can hurt Hulk is the one thing that gave Hulk his abilities, which is gamma radiation. Mm-hmm. But you need to have a whole entire nuclear, like, explosion in order for something like, of, the, of that kind of scale in order to kill him. So, we're talking literally an unstoppable force versus an immovable object. object. Now, I'm going to go with the immovable object that is Hercules. Like I said, I just feel like early in the fight... Er, no, early, okay, so... With some uppercuts, throw him off a cliff, he'll, he'll do some shit. Early in the fight, like, if you were to say, like, okay, uh, like, if it was, like, a fighting game, like, I'm just using this as an example, obviously, but, like, if Hulk just starts off right there, he just, like, Bruce Banner, boom, ah, oh, now I'm Hulk, ah, oh. and then Hercules is right there, Hercules is gonna be like, really, dude? He'll, he'll pretty much, yeah, he'll pretty much bitch slap him and knock him out before he gets any angrier, but I'm just saying that if he's already angry enough and then Hercules shows up... He's like, I'll finish this guy's off, this guy off. It's like, nah, dude. He's already done warming up, Hercules. You got you 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 got to get ready for your shit. Well, that's two different fights, though. I know, but the thing is, there's also different comics, different. Yeah, I mean, and I was gonna say the first like, there's, wait, there's wait, different everything. That's the whole. That's the whole. That's the whole yeah. fun about this. I mean, versus necessarily doesn't have to be. Quote unquote, a straight up. I mean, I guess in this case, you want a straight up fist fight, but then we have like others. Let's say. Uh, Ant-Man versus Daredevil for Okay, instance. I'm really proud of this one. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I was really happy with this one, and I even asked, like, our other friends. And by the way, we're going to have other people join us in other future podcasts, like our friends Jose, maybe even Darren and stuff like that, when we start doing more DC stuff, since my co-host right here doesn't really know much about DC. Um, yeah, I mean, they're more than welcome. Chamberlain, if you're listening, you can't come back. Uh, but, uh, uh, but Okay, but yeah, <laughs> Ant-Man versus Daredevil. So. Okay, who, who wants You want to go? Uh, you want to go? Okay, I'll just okay. I'll, I'll before I go into my explanation, I'll just say who I pick. Okay, Daredevil. 
Okay. So I guess it would be one of those things like context, like are they straight up fighting? Okay, so or he, here's like the a... thing. So if we're talking experienced, like experienced as in. By the way, I, wait, I'm assuming you're talking about Hank Pym, Ant Man. So okay, that's what I, that's that's what I'm talking not about. Scott Lang. That's the thing. So okay, so if we're gonna say, okay, say we're talking about Matthew Murdoch from the TV show of modern day, versus Scott awesome. Lang. I always say that's a pretty decent match. Yeah. Now, if we're going experienced Matthew Murdoch, who's defeated Kingpin, the fucking savior of Hell's Kitchen, all this other stuff, versus Hank Pym, I think that's still a really good matchup. Honestly, it's a better matchup. Well, is that the but, more, or is that the one we're going with? Or are we going that, with okay, MCU? So no, so we're, no, so we're gonna we're not gonna go with MCU right now. We're gonna go with comics. Straight up, okay, sure, he could shrink. Daredevil be able to still sense him. That's just how strong Daredevil sister is. So he still be like. Alright, this motherfucker's still in this room. Yep. It's a small ass building. Here's where things get interesting at. This, this, this is why I'm really excited about this. Go, is on, that, go for it. Here's why I think Ant Man will beat the shit out of him. Sure, he can sense him, but how the fuck is he gonna fight something so small? Sure, if they were normal size, because Daredevil's a fucking ninja, sure. But if he's so small, he can't fight it. He will know everything was at. So say it's like. Ant-Man needed to steal a fucking legal document from Daredevil. Daredevil has to try to stop him. I just don't see how Daredevil can stop him if he's that fucking small. I don't see how Daredevil can stop him if Ant-Man decides to be Giant-Man. I just don't see how he can stop him. See, that's one thing everybody forgets about The shrink and the expansion. Normal size Hank Pym Ant-Man, sure. But to me, the shrinking abilities is just such a fucking cheat code that if... The room, the, the, you saw the means that I was going around. All Ant Man has to do is just shrink and enter Thanos' butthole and expand. A whole way. <laughs> he could do the same thing with Daredevil. It's just to me, it's like the pin particles are such a fucking cheat code. Like, you talk about cheat codes as far as like the Infinity Stones, the Ten Rings. It's like, okay, you can literally but you're, shrink. But, you're, but here's the thing you're also forgetting that Daredevil can actually pretty much even like not only would i feel like he would be able to pick up where ant-man is even when he's tiny or big because like daredevil has also the ability to even see through walls yeah he'll 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 sense him so what what does he do with him but he jumps in a pool how is he gonna fight something so small what if, That's he, what what if, he, what if he jumps in a pool what if he jumps in a pool who ant-man no daredevil well ant-man's on him Ant-Man can't breathe yeah, breathe in water. What if he jumps a pool? And it's like, oh my god! If like you know, it's like like even just be like that. But here's the thing: I feel okay. So okay, so my honest thing is that, and I'm not gonna. You actually brought up a lot of really good points. The and I was actually I was, no, 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 no. The fact that a uh, giant Ant Man, because I feel like everybody always forgets that Ant Man can turn huge. He's not just small; he could turn huge. Now, and actually, the reason I feel like that Ant-Man... I'll, I'll get into why I think Ant-Man could defeat Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that in a second. But, with Daredevil, I feel like that he would be able to sense and predict where where, where Ant-Man is almost all the time to be able to thwart where he is regardless. I mean, he's been able to do that and avoid um, freaking uh, bullseyes like needles or whatever he throws at him and all that stuff because of what he can predict. Or, you know, predict or, or sense, I guess you could say. So, I think in an actual fight, especially because, by the way, everybody, Hank Pym knows how to fight when it comes to hand-to-hand combat. Not Scott Lang, Hank Pym does. Yeah. So, if you're talking in Bruce Strange just versus each other without any abilities, they're actually pretty freaking even. But, overall, I'm going to say Daredevil, 
because I feel like that he'd be able to stop him before he can make any crazy decision or do anything like, you know, because Ant-Man will go and stop something because he could go in a suit, he can compromise something, all that, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's not something you can really do with Daredevil. But that being said, the way I think Hank Hank Pym would win, because everybody, he's Ant-Man. As in, what if he summons a hundred thousand or a million ants to show up out of freaking nowhere and start crawling up that dude's suit, going all over the place, which, by the way, like, it's not even because, like, oh, it tickles, oh, it's itchy or whatever. It's like, that would screw with his senses. Yeah, because he'll like, hear... Like, big time. He'll hear them all. He'll hear them all. And it'll just fuck with and them. You just need, and you just need tiny little Ant-Man Hank Pym to, like, have them distracted, and he flies in on his aunt, and he's just like, what's up? And then just, like, comes in and punches him because the mass is still there to contract and, like, punch him right in the face and knock him out. So that's how I think it is. Overall... I feel like that Daredevil would stop Hank Pym before that happens. That kind of Ant-Man. However, though, I feel like Hank Pym would... Because that dude is a freaking genius compared to Matt Murdock. Like, Matt Murdock's smart, but with the law. Hank Pym is a freaking genius. I mean, dude, who else invented Pym Particles? Oh, yeah, that's right. Nobody else. So, there is that. So, I think it's pretty 50-50. So, early game, Daredevil. Late game, Hank Pym. See, I'm gonna go 100% Hank Pym. I respect that. Like, 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 I do, exactly. I do respect it's, it's, that. Like, he, he, like, I don't think people understand because mostly uh, what they see is Scott Lane. They see Hank Pym as an old man, but this guy, founding member of the Avengers, worked for Shield, just a badass. Just, just a badass. They we are talking about like, just like his other things, like those rings that he has well, that not, he could toss to not, make shit big. Okay. What if he like? Let's say, I was just gonna yeah, say too, like if the he dude, tossed that shit the to, to Daredevil and shrinks him. He well, not even. What if he shrinks Daredevil and he's regular size? Then what the fuck's Daredevil gonna do? Well, but fight as a okay, little but, fucking but, ant. But the mass is still there. That's only there. There is that science behind it. But what I was gonna say is that like you know, Hank Pym could have a freaking nuke in his pocket, bro. Like yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh. Look what I got. Here you go. Flicks it at him. Peace out. He's dead. All right. City's dead, too. But, all right, let's go to another one. Let's go. Let's go to something a little bit more interesting. Okay, this is, okay, we'll go to Ultron versus Apocalypse. Comic book versions, everybody. The MCU screwed up Ultron, and Fox screwed up Apocalypse. Well, it's it's like we talked about when we were talking about the Marvel Villains episode. It's just that, can Ultron truly die where he just transfers his intelligence to another but that's the same thing with the apocalypse. Apocalypse, who transfers his soul, you, he but keeps the the abilities, the powers, the mutant genes of the predecessor and, bodies. Yes, yeah. because think of my like he dished his like he has celestial armor. Like uh, in the comics, he finds in a like a cave or some shit. I forgot exactly which one it is. He literally finds a dead celestial, was able to take over pretty much his armor. So it's just apocalypse within a celestial being. And even though celestials are the second most powerful, probably it's like right, right, things, under, right underneath right under, like, like actual like cosmic slash god beings and god yeah, beings. Yeah, like the one above like, all, for instance, would yeah. probably be like the Marvel god. They're like right under. Like, like you're you're talking more like. Galactus, Darmamu, the one above all, like kind of level kind yeah, of stuff. Like, exactly. like they, they, they just, they just like flick a planet and it's dead. Yeah, exactly, because it's like we, like, we see Celestials, but we see them in like a funny matter, like in the MCU, like with um the Darm- Grandmaster who's a Celestial and um uh, uh, 
fuck? Who's the other one? Who's you, the no, you know who they The Collector. The Collector yeah, technically they, they, is no, a Celestial. Okay, yeah, no, but they, oh, they didn't make but him they didn't make him But we're talking about they the, screwed him up. But we're talking about the ancient OG Celestials when the when the Collector is explaining the origins of the Affinity Stones, and we see how big they are, like with their staff and like stuff. It's pretty and much. And you just see the whole entire planet yeah. just disintegrate. Yeah, that's that, what that Celestials is, can do. That is their true power. Yeah. So imagine a man who's an Omega level mutant. This is like combining Combined Dark Phoenix with with Xavier and Magneto plus everybody else you know. Yeah, with the Celestial power. But like I said, the hard part is he will have to eliminate. And artificial intelligence, which he he can't, can't take over. Do that, but also that artificial intelligence can't take over him. It gets maybe take over the armor. I think it could probably influence armor, but you're talking science versus magic. Yeah, wait, what? What part is magic? I think no, the is celestial really armor in a sense has to do like with like with magic, like it's. Saying that science can't explain, they try to explain it. Oh yeah, but they can't. It's just one of those natural things that you can't really, un like can can science can his artificial intelligence tap into that suit of that celestial armor? Like this is a really good one. Yeah, that's because why, it's that's like, why I was like I really want like to we know like Ultron at his highest with his with the with with his um humanoid droid like. Material that he has is really it's really fucking strong as well. I mean, shout out to Hank Pym who we just talked about who created Ultron originally, not Tony Stark. It was yep, Hank Pym. This is true. And so we're talking about some very good like material, but I said the thing that just kind of confuses me right now because like now I think about it even more is just that can you really defeat artificial intelligence? Can you really defeat something that could just move away and can move into something else? Yep. So where is this fight? Like, like what's going you're on? Literally, you're like, literally talking about. Two different forces that are unstoppable and unbeatable. Yes. Like, like you can't fully kill them. You kill whatever you think you killed them, but they still have a, a some other secondary source of, for them, like, somewhere of them to be reborn in the like, galaxy. Like, just think somewhere. about Apocalypse. Apocalypse was ruling ancient Egypt. And oh. literally just keeps going decade after decade, century after century, millennium after millennium. Oh, shit. Apocalypse is back. You know, you know what I'm saying. But here's the thing: so it's so the, like... one, the one thing that the only thing the Apocalypse movie got right is when he went and he just like tapped the TV, and then he was able to feed through all of that technology. Yeah, and learn from it and all that. So it's, it's, I feel like it's almost like a Paul. I think you know what? I think maybe Apocalypse and Ultron might become best friends. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But hear me out. So we know Apocalypse can convince other mutants to be quote unquote one of his four horsemen of the Apocalypse. Even Mag, in, well, I mean, at least in the film, Magneto, which is also more not an Omega type mutant technically, but he is one of the most badass mutants. You know, he's he, he's like literally the step under. Yeah, the step under Omega, and Omega is just like. You destroy the world or not. <laughs> What's not to say that Apocalypse cannot convince Ultron to become a horseman for him? Or vice versa, though. See, that's the funny thing, because... I never actually, you know, I never really yeah. put a lot of thought into this, but actually, this is <laughs> like, a really like, good Because you said they could be best friends. I'll say they have similar philosophies with viewpoint of the world. One of, okay, uh, so the thing is, Ultron is like, this world isn't worth saving... I gotta destroy it and rebuild it so it's perfect. 
Apocalypse is like, this world is already destroyed. I'm going to take what it has and I'm going to make it fucking beautiful. Yes. And both and of them mean it. it in a very fucked up way. This is really interesting. Actually, I never really... Th- I really didn't go deep into this thought, but... Okay, so... If, mm. I, if I had to choose... This is really hard. If I'm going for the comic book version... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Oh, this is really hard, because... None of the movies got them right, just for the people who don't I, know that. But, okay, no, uh, uh, Apocalypse. I'll go with, I'm gonna go with Apocalypse. Like, even just outside the comics, seeing him, like, we all seen X-Men, the animated series. And I was just funny how he literally kept coming back, because that's the thing, Apocalypse keeps, he always but so comes does back. But so does Ultron. Like I said, like, he always comes back, and it's like, alright, who... It's like, who do you... It's like, okay, who do you have working for him? Ultron really doesn't really have... He has... Ultron works for stuff. himself. He works for himself. Apocalypse but has other... Nobody, but that's because with his standards, there's nobody up to his standards. Exactly. With uh, Apocalypse, like I say, he has his horseman. His horseman could be Mystique. It can be... It can like be he, he Archangel. Just, yeah, no, it can be Apocalypse just Storm. Somebody, he's just, Apocalypse is just like, alright, so... You're working for me now. You're powerful, but I'm going to make you way more powerful, uh, but I'm going to control you. Exactly. It, it, it's something like that because it's just like his his power is just so on the ground level for a mutant. Like, but it's like both, mutant, both, of them, just... both of them, the, with the more fights they get, the more people they interact with, the more powerful they get. Yeah. They both get way more powerful over time than... They both evolve. Ultron mm-hmm. evolves. And like, I guess that's one thing that we've seen in the movie was him going from literally like, starting off with one of the little Iron Man suits, but he kept going from each one stronger, giving him a stronger system, armor, but, jumper. But, he, but he considered that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, evolving. evolving. Apocalypse, like I said, going from century to century, from ancient Egypt to the current, he also evolves. He yeah. evolves with knowledge. He evolves with the different sort of technology that he's able to use. So I'm just going to say this. It's going to be a fucking draw. It's you a know, draw. Out of all of the things I think we've argued about, this one we took the longest. I think to this is the one that I would actually like, even though I said Apocalypse realistically, especially because when I really think about Ultron, like I'm gonna say a draw too. In fact, I would love to see someone either prove us wrong or make something of it to prove us right. Yes. Like either way, this is a, this is a really good matchup. So Ultron versus Apocalypse. Tie. I agree. Whoever wins... Don't fool us. No, because whoever wins, like, the bottom line is whoever wins, like, will not be as powerful when they have to meet that person again in the next fight. So, if Apocalypse wins, Ultron's gonna show up again and be like, yo, I got you this time. Boom. Smothers Apocalypse. Then, all of a sudden, Apocalypse shows up again in the future. Is like, what's up, Ultron? Uh, learn from our last fight. You're dead. Boom. Like, it's just gonna keep this back and forth going thing. Unless they actually agree to be best friends. And here's the funniest thing with Apocalypse, because he's so notorious in the MCU that there's literally be times where people, where you have certain characters literally go back in time just to try the to MCU kill... or the comics? MCU, my bad. In the comics. Go okay. back in time to kill Apocalypse, but always ends up fucking up future shit. Well, yeah, that's like, just, like think that's about just... it. I'm pretty sure, like, I, I may be wrong, wrong, that's but just the wasn't, timeline. wasn't that's there, a, wasn't the there, wasn't there something where it was either so, it's, it could correct me if I'm wrong. 
Daredevil, Thanos, it was one of them, literally went back in time, or just to kill a young Apocalypse. I I, do, I remember reading something like that. It could, like, I know King the Conqueror, his big thing is him going back in time to quote-unquote mentor a young Apocalypse, but there's been comments where he's like, yo, we gotta have to stop Apocalypse. Yeah, but the only person that's actually ever, ever been able to truly stop Apocalypse, and it was prophesized, was Deadpool. So I think it might it might have been Deadpool. It, like well I'm just saying Is like that, no yeah. but I'm just saying like Deadpool's the one person or the only person that's ever able to fully defeat de- defeat Apocalypse. Like that like it was it was a prophecy. He was the one did it it's because you're taking something that's like literally unkillable like to even more than last molecule because he'll always come back and he comes back but it's fucking Deadpool. Well, here's one. I mean, since we're on the subject, okay. and it, it's probably been debated many times, but guess what? You gotta hear it again on the gray zone. Deadpool versus Wolverine. Now, I don't know. Oh, what scenario is it? Blah, blah, blah. No, it's just straight up. We fighting, okay? We're in a fucking warehouse. Deadpool. You're on one side, I'm on the other side. No, you know, no, you know, I'm just gonna say it in the beginning, Ty. I'm seeing a tie right here's now. Here's why Wolverine will win. Okay, go here's for it. Here's why Wolverine will win. Please explain. Deadpool can regenerate. Of course. So can, so can so Wolverine. Can Wolverine. Not, not as good. Not as good. But I don't expect Wolverine to have his body cut, chopped off. And, you know, like an arm cut off or anything like that. Where we know if Deadpool has like his hand cut off or something, it could fucking regenerate over time. So here's why I'm going Wolverine. This is straight up just a first one-on-one fight. One. Experience. I feel like that's been like a common day for us. This food, my boy Wolverine has been fighting since like the fucking 1700s, 1800s. You know what I mean? Like without like, the metal, though. Without, well, well, yeah. Without, without the, with straight up bones and with the metal. He's Deadpool is a martial artist. Would you say? Would you agree? He's a he's a he's good. At, yeah. He's proficient at martial. Arts. So it's fucking Wolverine. Yeah. Like, this is one of those where you say a tie, but I'm talking about a fight straight up where I feel like the Antimanian will be the cheat code here. Where the Antimanian claws versus Deadpool's, let's say, swords. Well, I'm going to say... The Antimanian claws will just cut them. And like I just say, so it's kind of like, I can see him with those Antimanian claws ripping just ripping him apart at the end of the day where it would have killed him. But like I said, this is a one-time fight, not something where I'm going to come back and I'm going to learn from it. A one-time fight, I'll take Wolverine. Okay, if you're going to say that, then yeah, but that's happened a million times in the comics. Exactly. And who and who, who kept winning those one-time fights? Wolverine. Exactly. Wolverine's the GOAT. I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys. If I can have anybody's ability, it will be Wolverine's. But in the long run, I'm going to say Deadpool. In the long run, but there is like no... Like, he'll out-age him and everything. No, he will. He actually will. Is he really gonna... How he's gonna outrage... Dude, he's been two gonna... he spent 2,000 years under a boulder without food or anything like that to the point where he was stuck under that boulder for so freaking long that he actually went insane more, more than Deadpool standards. Then became normal insane again, but... Then we still want to completely went back to how, Deadpool again. How old is Wolverine though? 
Okay, we are talking hundreds and hundreds of years versus thousands. Okay, but we don't know if Wolverine... Wolver right, the only reason why Wolverine truly died was because Antimated Claws versus Spider because I just no, didn't use no, it. No, no, if no. he used his... If he never had that Antimated Injector, we don't know how long he could have used No, 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 but... Because no, that just made him... Okay, but, but if you took age. away the antimanium, then I am going the animantium. Yeah, antimantium. Animantium, not antimanium. antimanium. You're thinking of Ant-Man right now. Animantium. <laughs> um, if you took away the animantium, then I'm going to have to say Deadpool hands down. That's true. Like, and I'm not talking about the one time that Deadpool got vibranium swords, which is hilarious in the comics because he had vibranium swords. He's like... I actually have, like, indestructible swords, and then literally shortly after, he runs into Wolverine. But because Wolverine's animantium, he's just like, oh, no, this is an animantium, though, and just chops him in half. He's like, ah! Like, it's pretty funny, but, yeah. <laughs> Overall, I'm still going to stand by. It's a, it's a good tie, and it's been a tie for so long. But in a brute, if, in a brute battle, it's like, you put them both in a boxing ring, and you're like, no rules apply. With Wolverine with animantium... Versus Deadpool, and you're like, within 20 minutes, who's going to be the one standing? Wolverine. I'm going to say Wolverine, so I will agree with you on that. Yes. Okay, so... Side note, if we ever do another one of these verses, just know I will pick Wolverine against any non-cosmic person 99.9% .9 of the time. Alright, I'm going to throw something Stop. at you. I'm, no, no, you know, fuck it. I'm throwing something at you right now. Something we need to prepare for. Wolverine versus Doctor Doom. Wolverine will win. Now, you're probably saying, Excuse right, me. after everything we just talked about two episodes ago, I'm never going to pick against Wolverine. I may be wrong, this but guy. it's against oh, he my even said he could Listen, be wrong. <laughs> I will never pick against Wolverine. If my girlfriend's listening to me, she knows how much I talk about Wolverine. Oh, yeah, what's if his I, name? If my... Logan. If... My, if my family, <laughs> oh my if my family is listening to this, which I hope they are, support me, support us. They know I always talk about my family will not listen to me. Look, I'm alone. Okay, Doctor Doom will probably win, but Wolverine will be badass in it. It's not. I mean, it's one of those things where Magneto. I just, I just wanted to okay, throw it in there. Magneto you know, can you know technically. Magneto will beat Wolverine. Yeah. Because he could control the Antimania. That's not going to pick me, stop me from Wait, hold on. Can, can, I, can I stop you right there? Yes. Okay, because we'll go on this tangent for forever, so I'm going to throw this in there. Magneto versus Vision. Vision. Okay, here's something I thought about. When you put that on the list, I was trying to, you know, decide, I, try, I tried I, to do some research. I try to, do, to, I try to be more logical about this as well. His Vision. Now, remember, because uh, one thing I want to put, I want to point out real fast is that Magneto cannot control every single metal. Like, for example, gold. Magneto cannot control gold. Okay. Vision. I just want, I just want to put that out there like he can't. Right, we're talk All right. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I I'm not saying that he can't control Vision. I'm, say I'm saying. Side note, as much as I love Wolverine, I hate Vision. So, fuck him. I want Magneto to win. But here's my question <laughs> as to you. Is Wolverine would be very disappointed in you right now. <laughs> Vision's made out of... Well, at least in the MCU. He's made out of Vibranium. Yeah. Can, can Magneto control vibranium metal? Yes. Okay, but here's something that Vision can do. That because he's just so he's such an intellect that he can separate the molecules within his own body, which may help him. Where he, he won't. Where he could literally like he could serve per molecule if he hold on enough that Magneto still may not be able to beat him. With that being said. I'm still gonna go with 
Wolverine. Vision. <laughs> I, I, was I would go with Vision. I was hoping you'd forget you, that we were no, talking about Wolverine or Magneto Vision. 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 <laughs> think about it. Magneto wears the helmet for Charles Xavier won't get into his mind. No, well, that yes, that is a very obvious thing because that's Vision. That's he knows has a soul stone. Now the loser did not use it at all in Infinity War because he spent. It, all of the movie running from his life, you know, he had the soul stone in his fucking head. Loser ass. I feel like he, in the comics, I feel like he'll be but he able... No, no, he ignored it. He too. ignored it. Because even Wanda was yeah, like, even Wanda was like, long. like, yo, this, this is messed up. And he's like, no, it's, it's whatever. Exactly. Like, that's that's my interpretation of it, but... I feel like he will be, I feel like he can use that stone... No, but why he doesn't have the soul? So he has the mind stone. Why do I keep saying that? He has the mind stone. The soul stone was a soul for a soul. So he has the mind stone. So like, all right. So back to it. He wears the helmet for. We get excited. Yeah, he wears the helmet for. Xavier won't read to his mind. Or whatever. And he that does telepath. Uh, telepath. Well, how's that? That is that really gonna stop an actual Infinity Stone from penetrating his mind? I do not think so. Well, there's nothing that actually says that the mindset is only for telepath. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that's got that's not gonna stop Vision from using that mind stone on Magneto. Say, hey, what are you doing? You shouldn't be doing this. You need to see the bigger picture. Which is why I don't like Vision, because he thinks he's so smart with his... You know, I don't even want to start with it. Who I'm, I'm actually going to say Magneto. Okay, good. I, 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 I think Vision is really OP. I think he's really powerful. But overall, Magneto, I think... Like, think about it, dude. The dude just, like, with the flick of a wrist will, like, bring the Empire Golden Gate Bridge, or, sorry, the Empire Golden, wow. The Golden, the Golden Gate, Gate Bridge. Bridge, like, just, like, boom, it's up, boom. Like, you're just saying, like, okay, here's a body of metal. Now, I know that, like, even in MCU, like, even they said, like, even without Stone, there's a whole lot of vision left. Well, it's like, well, maybe, but that's all there is for Magneto to control, for starters. Two, even if everybody's, like, well, what about all the other abilities? Like, what if he phases? What if, what like that, fucking uses uses like his the energy beam and stuff like that against Magneto? It's like, what if Magneto just like goes, oh, turn your head, like boom. But I'm like, I feel like that Magneto would control Vision. He can't control the powers he uses. He can't. He can't. Like, it's not like Magneto can go and make him phase when he wants or use an energy beam when he wants. But just like Wolverine, Magneto's just like, nah, you're just going to stay right here while I wreak havoc. Yeah, exactly. Right so, yeah. overall, I'm going to say Magneto. But I do feel like in long term, because of how smart Vision is, like when it comes to mathematical stuff and everything, because, you know, he was, you know, because he's Vision. Mm-hmm. And I think that Vision will eventually find a way to defeat Magneto. But, like, if you just, like, threw them together, like... I feel like that Magneto would just be like, this is kind of a joke, and leave. <laughs> like, I do feel like that that's the way. So, but okay, we got uh, we got, we got time for one more, so make this matter. Hmm. Even if I mean, I guess off, we could, I mean... Even right. if it's something off the top of your head. Well, let's just make this, like, well, at least this one real quick, because it's one of the ones that got suggested to us, Gamora versus Elektra. Uh, I'll go, like, I mean, they're both fucking badass fighters. Gamora is considered the most... 
fear woman in the galaxy. She was trained by Thanos. I was, was going to say I would actually go with Gamora. I would, I'll, I'll, all right, see, that's going to be quick. I'll also go with Gamora as well. Let me, Elektra, she's one of the best martial artists um, in the Marvel Universe. But, I mean, my God, when you get the name, the most fear woman in the galaxy, a trained assassin, a trained martial artist as well, I'm going to go with Gamora. She's just kicked so much. Okay, ass. you know what? You know what? Okay, we got time for this last one. Okay, Deadpool versus Hercules. No, Hercules he, is smart. Deadpool's not stupid. Deadpool's not stupid. He acts stupid. He's not stupid. Can Her- is Hercules strong enough to rip Deadpool apart? Yeah. And is this a one-time thing, or are you going to do the long-term again? No, I, but here's the, here's the thing. I think... Okay. Hold up. Hercules. Can Hercules not die from a bullet? Hercules will not die from a bullet. Damn it. No, but that's the thing. Okay, so the reason I bring both of these together is why I chose this one is because, and I guess you could say this is also pretty much more long term, is that we're talking about two people, like one of the two, like one of the very few people, two of them in the whole entire Marvel comic series, MCU movie series, everything, where two people, these two people cannot just die. If there is a single molecule left, of Hercules, he will come back. If there's a single atom left of Deadpool, he will come back. You are talking about two forces that cannot die fighting each other for all of eternity. So what you're saying is, we got another tie? You know what? It's a tie. Bruh, they're going to hate us so much. They're going to be like, oh, you guys are scared to pick a side. This is like our fourth tie. But you know what? Fuck it. It be like that sometimes, man. Like. You know know what? No, Lord, Lord, you know, if you guys can prove us wrong, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see that. Like, realistically, I would say almost Deadpool versus anybody would always win just because it's freaking Deadpool and everything. But it's like. You know, Wait, you will like, say who will win each time? Like, I would say most of the time, I would pick Deadpool almost against anybody. What about your boy, Dr. Doom? Oh, man, you have... Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Are we running out of time? Because I feel like he will... I feel like Cal's about to go on, like, on a little 10-minute excitement rant right now. We I, I got him thinking. I wish you could that. see his face right now. We, gotta have, <laughs> we might have to say that. We might have to save that. I will pick Deadpool over Doctor Doom. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? I will pick Deadpool over Doctor Doom. Wow. Because you're taking someone who cannot die and does not even try to bring logic into an equation for someone who's ultimately powerful and bases everything upon logic and his own understanding. So you're taking, you're literally talking like crazy versus smart, heaven versus hell. This is kind of what you're bringing on right now. Overall, I'm going to pick Deadpool because I feel like in the end, Deadpool would make Dr. Doom one of the smartest, powerful, most men ever. Hate Deadpool so much that the only way to get rid of him is for him to kill himself. You know what the funny thing is? There's, like I said, there's a lot of qualifiers. Because, I mean, what if he just gets, you know, what if he just gets one of um, Cable's bullets? 
and just shoots Deadpool. And then it kills him. No, it's not going to work like that. Is it? Is it not? No. I don't know. No. He did die. Well, it's Deadpool's mo- died. Mo- movie- How many times? Oh, no. Movies. Why well, speak it? And Deadpool too. He did die. And then Cable reverse time. No, but it's not even just that. It's just but, that. He, yeah. Deadpool has been literally chopped into millions of pieces. And like most of them burned. And then hidden all the way across the globe. You know what buried someone, in different places, and the dude still just you like, know what hey, to, I'm back! What someone needs to do is chop Deadpool up to a million pieces and just eat them. It watch Deadpool take over their body. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think this is the end of for tonight. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grey Zone, another episode of Marvel vs. Marvel Part 2. This was very exciting for us. As you can see, we uh, kind of took some of this up a little more personally than normal, but it's okay, because that's the fun of it. Now, what did you like? What didn't you like? Don't forget about our email to give us your feedback. TheGreyZoneRK at gmail.com It's going to be in the link. It's going to be in the comments, all that good stuff. If you guys have any good opinions, let us hear it. What did we do wrong? What did we do right? You know, what did you think about after the fact? We want to know. We want to hear it. And um, please give me a lot of feedback on getting this this kid right here into freaking DC because I need to do some DC episodes. All right. Well, thank you, everybody else. Thank you so much. This is The Gray Zone, here and now.